Good day, good day. Hello. How goes it? It's Carl. And Zach. <laughs> Please. And... <laughs> that sounded weird. Yeah. We are, uh, we're continuing our, our weekly, after we have our little private internal staff meeting here to talk about all the hard work that we're doing, uh, we review one section out of a book that we're reading. And we just completed A Million Miles in a Thousand Years by Donald Miller. You got to go listen to uh, our reviews of that. And even better, go get the book and read it because it's amazing. It applies to everyone, but in particular, veterans that are struggling with their purpose. It, uh, it's got some very directive things in there that will help. So now we've moved on to another book. What we book have, are we doing now? We are reading Excommunicated Warrior by some random guy named Nick Kumalotsos or something like that. Kumalotsos. Kumalotsos. Nice try. Yeah. I don't know. Who's this guy about? I don't know. <laughs> Excommunicated Warrior, The Seven Stages of Transition. Nick just published this book like two months ago. Um, yeah. Just came out. Right Actually, yeah, it was in October because he was handing them out at uh, Vet Expo. Cool. And, uh, and so we wanted to take this one on next, even though we got a bunch of other books we want to do. But because this one's hot and fresh and it's got a great message, we figured we'd jump in and kind of start going over it. So um, we, we've gotten away from, in the past, we have used a format for our review. And we got away from that with Donald Miller's book. And we started going kind of page by page, and that's probably boring as all get out for you guys. So this time we decided to go back to our review format. Mm -hmm. So let's talk. Some of the things we want to talk about is main themes. Uh, we want to talk about positive takeaways. And were we able to apply anything in our life? And then what can we teach to somebody else? And then we want to hold ourselves accountable that we're teaching these things to other people. So um, main theme of the chapter. What uh, what'd you come up with, Zach? Uh, basically, I got that it was, he thought it would be, he was leaving the Marine Corps. Mm -hmm. And he thought it'd be all glorious and stress-free and not a problem in the world. Now it's going to be smooth sailing. And then he gets basically, it's like that oh shit moment. And he's like, this is not what I thought it would be. This is not easy. This is not what I thought it'd be overall. Not stress-free, not really relaxed, not fun. And uh, he was in, the, in an abyss and he was isolated. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what I got. Yeah, so the overall theme for me, it's in line with what you said, it's harsh reality, mm -hmm. right? So so the reality of his transition now from the Marine Corps, it sinks in. And he and you know he, he talks about how happy he was to get out, and he had all these grand plans, and he goes through leaving the, the, the starship or the mothership or whatever Death it is star. they call it, Death the Death Star. star. And... Uh, <laughs> And and <laughs> when he goes into uh, when he, when he goes in to drop his papers, he's expecting everybody to I don't know stand up and give him a standing ovation yeah. for his service or something. They're like, yeah, just leave him over there on the table and leave. Yeah. And then he walks out and the door shuts behind him and now he can't get back in because he's not IDs part of it. Yeah. yeah so. He's no longer part of the tribe, and he felt like that as he walked out. So. Um, the the other part about that harsh reality was that uh, through that the the Marine Corps didn't care about him anymore. Yeah, he was they were done with him. Mm -hmm. he, he was a resource that they had used, and they'd gotten good service out of. But just like a pair of boots, when it's time to change them out, they're gonna bring a new one in. And kind of like with him, they brought somebody new in that stepped right into the ranks and filled his spot. Mm -hmm. So that harsh reality of hey, the Marine Corps is not gonna be here for me anymore. Yeah. That hit him pretty hard. I thought also, I mean, reading this chapter uh, reminded me specifically of just nature. 
nature is not it's not going to be there to hurt you or help you intentionally it's just like hey look i'm going through what i have to go through i'm going through time that's what nature's mentality is and that's very much so how the marine corps was operating here it's like hey yeah great you're you're here you're here you're here we're not here to help you but then all of a sudden you know we're not going to stop just because you're getting out of the marine corps the marine corps is not going to come to a conclusion and it's Maybe that's for me. That was kind of kind of similar to Nick. Nick had a, a different um, career than I did in the Marine Corps, and so. But at the same time, I thought you know I would get like something, maybe like, even like a little birthday beatdown kind of thing in my barracks room. But it was nope. See you later. Thanks. And I was like, that's it. And that's very much so how Nick uh, describes in his book as well. Yeah. So talk about some of the takeaways. What what things <clears throat> did you pull out of that that are valuable for other people? I think. I mean, <laughs> looking at it now, now that I've been through all this stuff. Um, a big one is, I always thought I was alone. I thought that I'm the only one that felt like this. Mm-hmm. But then here you are, you're, you know, with Gallant Fuse Mission and Nick's book and your book. It's like, oh, shit, you know, I'm not the only veteran that is, well, now what? Now I'm scared or now I'm by myself. I'm not the only person like that. And that can be also be applied to any person leaving their job or leaving college or leaving a family or anything like that. And so... I, I guess I got some relief knowing that I wasn't alone in that type of experience, um, as abrupt as it can be, you know. But uh, Yep, that's exactly it. Uh, that He even writes about that. Felt overwhelmed, felt alone, felt lost. Yeah. And, and he's come to realize now, at the time he felt like that was just him, mm-hmm. but now he realizes it's lots of other people. Um, he talked about uh, one of the things that, well, I thought was interesting is he in uh, Marine Corps, he always pushed him, pushed himself to do the hard stuff, to be the best. And he felt very much a part of that team, that tribe. He was never alone. He, any problems he had, he always had a team that would help him yeah. solve that problems. And then when he stepped out, he just, he slowly became, I mean, there was an abrupt change when now he's no longer part of the tribe and he can't even walk back in the door but he started going through this process of becoming detached from his family, from his friends. Mm-hmm. And, and he didn't understand why that was going on. Mm-hmm. And, like, and also, in the, I think it was that chapter, he was saying how like his kids went to school with the other raiders or the other uh, support elements from his specific unit. And the wives would get along, the wives would do stuff when they were gone with the kids and things like that. But he left, left that tribe. And then he's like, oh, man, my, my kids aren't really hanging out with those kids anymore kind of thing. But not only that, but it was more so about Nick. Nick kind of isolated himself, and he started playing a, a game on his phone. Um, I can't, like some like video game on his phone. And that was his world after the Marine Corps. It wasn't his family. It wasn't the Marine Corps. It wasn't the guys that he served with. But his world after the Marine Corps was a game on an iPhone. <laughs> so, yeah. One of the other uh, the huge examples, and I use this just this last week when I talked with another veteran, he talks about the concept of while you're on active duty, you're moving so fast. You're, you're like a train that's speeding down the track. And when something happens, you have a, a teammate that gets hurt or killed or you have a, an experience that's like sticking a train car on the back of your train. Mm-hmm. But you're moving so fast, you have so much momentum that it's not a big deal. You just throw it on the back and you keep going. The momentum keeps you moving through that and then what happens when you leave the leave the marine corps leave the military then somebody threw the brakes on that train and now you've lost all the momentum but all those what he says like 300 rail cars now behind all the momentum momentum of those cars is piling up on you because now your momentum has stopped 
So all of the emotions, the the uh, the feelings, the experiences, all that stuff comes crashing in and you're not prepared for it and you don't know how to deal with it because now it's all coming at the same time and you've got no momentum to carry it forward. Yeah. And I mean, he, he what basically what you just said right now is what Nick was describing on page 21 when he says, uh, over the next few months, I slowly started to slip off into what I call the bowl of bad emotions. And so, I mean, that's when things can kind of come into place. So, you know, maybe your marriage starts going down the down, down tube, family life goes down the tube, just bad things start to happen. That's kind of what Nick is describing in his book. Um, and now he's trying to deal with it all on his own, which is, as he sees his life fall apart, going through a divorce, losing his job, losing his kids, uh, health getting jacked up. It's like everything is just falling apart. And also, he mentions that you know he enlisted as, as soon as he could. And yeah, he had some hiccups he needed to go over because he was a, a silly little boy uh, when he was younger. But... Um, he didn't know how to do really a mortgage. He didn't know. He's like, oh man, I have to pay the bills now. It's not going to be covered by the Marine Corps in a sense. It's not a guaranteed paycheck. I have to find a job that's going to provide for my vehicles, provide my mortgage, provide health insurance, make sure that I can still make X amount of money. And, you know, he had to go over that hurdle to basically make ends meet in a sense. All right. So the book talks about the seven stages of transition. And that's kind of the the teaser for it right so yeah. he's leaving the military and life is falling apart and he sees everything crashing so um next uh next week is going to be christmas week and you know what we're going to take a break from it next week but we'll be back uh the following week yeah. when when it will almost be next year almost and we'll go into uh what he calls stage one apprehension yep. So there it is, Excommunicate a Warrior, The Seven Stages of Transition by Nick Kumulatsos. Go grab a copy. Uh, it's available on Amazon. Yep. Right on. All right. Thank you. Once again, everyone, be brave, be bold, and be gallant. Ah, I wanted to see if he'd know it because I have my cheat sheet up in front of me. Yeah, cheater. <laughs>